At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Mm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. I don't know, right there. All right, yeah, there it is. Sit up a tree. Whiskey, Garrison Brothers. Cheers, what are you drinking? Cheers, I'm drinking uh, wild turkey American honey. That's like your blackberry whiskey. Kind of, yeah. I, I used to, uh, I could have sworn you would, that's what you would have been drinking last night, what you would have been drinking tonight. What's that, my bird dog? Yeah, bird dog blackberry. No, I just had some rum last night, and now I'm just having a little celebratory... American honey. This American honey's good. I think it's super sweet. I know, but I—that's I, just what I've become. I used—I used to be a kind of a hardline Scotch guy, like single malt, blah blah blah. And I just discovered that I like sweet drinks better. And I don't even care if they got an umbrella in them and they're pink. It I'll just doesn't what, matter to me. I had a I had a um a Glen was it Glenlivet? Yeah, Glenlivet, eighteen-year-old. Oh yeah, that's. Holy smokes. It used to be my go-to. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. It used to be my go-to. My dad's go-to on Glen Levitt 12, which is a little more reasonable, is kind of a uh, everyday carry drink just on the price tag. But yep. uh, 100%. Well, celebrating. Big yeah. night. Big debut. Behind heart. Unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. I think it was, too. We decided... Uh, you know, I don't even really know why. We just decided to do it in this little bitty town no. that I'm from in Colorado. No, we no, 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 no. It's not like we just decided. Let's be honest. We kind of did. No, we, no, were, no. we were talking about it a little bit. No, and you just spit no. it out on a podcast. No, it was Cody calling Robbie. Hey, I don't know if I fucked up or not, but I sort of told Dan Gates that you would premiere Lionheart at his Outdoorsman's Day. You think that we can do that? 
I don't think that's I, how it I, went. I don't think it quite went like that. I said I have this idea that I want to run by. Negative. But it, you, you, even even your pessimistic cast will admit it was a huge success with the right group of people there. Hundred percent. Um, good amount of people there. Very yeah, cool Florence, event. Colorado. Yeah, first time Colorado outdoorsman's days are being hosted. First day on a Friday. On a Friday, hardly anybody. How many people showed up today? Not an amount of, and I, we, we'll discuss this again on a future episode because I'll be back there tomorrow. I think Saturday is going to be a success. Let, let, let's plug it. The, the Colorado Outdoorsman's Days, which literally we're recording this the night of the first day of the inaugural Colorado Outdoorsman's Days right. in Florence, Colorado. Yep. And, um, you know, it's it's the first go around. It's a very cool event. It's a different kind of outdoors event where, um, you know, they talked today about field dressing a bear, and uh, yep. Dan Gates got with the right people, and there was bears there being field dressed, yep. real black bears that that uh, CPW provided off of roadkill and depredation stuff, and and it, it's a cool event. I hope that I, I guarantee it. As a matter of fact, Dan announced tonight that he's booked the doing it again booked the event center for august 9th and 10th of next year august 9th and 10th of 2024 if you're even remotely close enough to contemplate it this is a cool how cool would it be to do like an african film right do you think i think they would freaking take it in i think so yeah i think i think this that there's a you got a group of people here that are hardcore passionate people but you still have that uh, about hunting, and you. But but you still are. You, you just have a great Midwest feel to it. They're just you know really accepting and kind people who are passionate about their thing, but also very accepting. I think they. But there was also non-hunters there. Like yeah. Wes said that there was a couple, a mid-thirties couple, who came in from the town saying, "We heard that there's this independent film. We just wanted to come check it out for ourselves." Then she's like. You 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 bro hunt and he's like yeah and he, she goes I've never bow, drawn a bow back they started drawing bow backs right right yeah no Jeez, man yeah it it was very cool it, it was a it was a neat event I genuinely believe there will be a lot of people there tomorrow um, Fridays are tough um, then and there was a smaller showing at the outdoorsman days but uh, they piled in they piled in for the lion art premiere that that was cool it was really cool. It was so cool because I got assigned, you know, to some seriously menial tasks. And one of them was to stand at the, uh, make sure that everyone that ate had a ticket, right? Because we, we paid for the meal and we wanted to yep. track that. So. Yep. And multiple people saying, I love the podcast. Both people that I didn't know, right? And people that didn't know me, even though this is my, you yeah. know, I'm from here. Um, and then afterwards was even better where people For that had, making us sign the posters and stuff right, like that. Oh yeah. my God. People that had never, never heard of blood origins coming into this thing. And we're all of a sudden asking, how do they support? How do they get involved? This is exactly what we need. How do we do this? Um, no, that's a, it's, it, it's a cool thing to be a part of a cool thing. Yeah. 250 people. We reckon we serve 230 meals. Uh, 250 people, and uh, it's funny, the guys that sort of started this journey were there tonight. A guy called Justin Anglovich reached out to me, 
And then the Whitaker brothers, who were part of the film, were there with their whole family, with whole, right. their whole kit and caboodle. Chris, Lyle, uh, Chris Powell from the Houndsman XP podcast was there. Yeah. And finally, jo- Justin Anglovich sent me the original DM. That he sent you on Instagram that got this whole idea of Lionheart. Yeah. So started. this is this thing is to us June nineteenth, twenty twenty. So it's three years in the making. Right. From conception to now being released. And his his message was, Hey, saw your message. I guess you I guess your latest post. Your mission is profound and greatly needed. Saddened that I hadn't found you earlier. I'm a houndsman primarily from a hunting family. My uncles own and operate Whitaker Brothers Hunting Company, based out of Colorado. They've shown me the truth of hunting, and I've watched them build an empire from nothing. We're also houndsmen. We work on a lion study for the state, and would love to help with the cause. We all would sit and tell stories and share our truths. My uncles' origin stories and evolution is truly astounding. They won't admit it their entirety to humble, but we are on board with your mission and align with you. Contact me if you would like to talk. I'm sure you've got plenty of people, but I can promise you you won't find more honest and humble people that thank you. Thank you for reading my long-winded outreach. And my response was, you found us now, exclamation point. Thank you for your story. Houndsmen, dogs, lion hunting, needs a heartfelt documentary told on them. It's time for that for sure. I think, I I think that, story is still what excites me the most about the idea of blood origins is I know there's some people sitting out there that think that three years is a long time. Three years from the initial conversation to the world premiere of of a well-done documentary. The highest end documentary that we've ever put together, period. It's actually a very short time. Yeah. Right to to have someone DM you on Instagram three years later we're premiering. Yeah, and then what, go out. Quite race. honestly, was basically his idea. I mean, yeah. you read that DM for short was his idea. Yeah, that's yeah. why I said it tonight. I said yeah. I I received this phone call. Didn't say what. Well, couldn't remember it was a DM, but from Justin, and he's sitting in the front seat right here. That's yeah. what started it. Yeah, no, that's that's I like that nimbleness. You know, we, we've done it in the past with projects where people have contacted us in a crisis almost. Um, and I, I like that. Uh, there's a, there's a great, no, no one will care about this, but there's a great business series out there. Um, it's actually business coaching and I can't remember the name of it. So this is pointless, but they call it insurgents in an insurgent mindset. Is that the master a, classes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. An insurgent mindset versus a incumbent mindset maybe and just that the reason that up-and-comers can move so fast is because they're hungry and they don't have a giant bureaucratic engine Uh um and i hope and i i i I think i can say because i know you well enough that it's blood origins goal. It's also probably a lot of insurgents type goals to stay that way. And it gets very hard uh-huh. as you get bigger and, uh-huh. you know, but the, the one thing that I hope we never lose is that nobody owns us. Right. And that becomes the biggest barrier. Even small startup businesses get excited because somebody offers them 
fifty million dollars for fifty one percent of their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boom, the insurgency is over. Right. It's over. Uh-huh. And, and and it's not a bad mouth of them. I mean, somebody offered me fifty million dollars for fifty one percent of Blood Origins, and you know we'd have to have a you'd talk, be you'd be right? talking to me we'd like Robbie. Talk, come like, on, Robbie, listen, come on. What if we just sold out and started something else? <laughs> no, but but that you know that there's no corporate name before the words Blood Origins. There's no camel company. There's no firearms company. There's no ammo company before Blood Origins. And I don't think that the most people really get why we're so adamant about that, but that allows us to get a DM from some fairly young dude sure. that we never had any single interaction with. And three years later, all of us together, his ideas included, um, turned it into a, a you know a feature length documentary that of a story that needed to be told. And no, that's... and the thing is, we raised a hundred thousand dollars, right, about for this film, and we needed to because we needed the highest quality production we could possibly get. Yet again, to your point, the people who gave us the money, there's no fat logos on the front of Lionheart, right? It couldn't have had logos on the on the front end of Lionheart, and that's the point: is that this thing was built for our community was built for everyone's heart essentially and really communicating to you know people who have no understanding and there were people there tonight that had no understanding there was like what's this video we took a bunch of videos of people and their you know responses and this guy was like very educational didn't know that much about lions didn't know about anything about uh, the dogs for sure or the the people that breed them and raise them so uh, very educational from that perspective yeah you know, that, that, that simple that kind of stuff's cool. And we managed, I don't know, we didn't do it on purpose, but several of the people, um, it kind of seems like maybe we dropped the ball and didn't get enough. There were a lot of houndsmen there. I don't know that we got it. We should have. We need to make the, the Whitakers make a video or somebody make a video. Because I think we a lot of the videos that we got on the response videos of people walking out of the movie. Um, it was one of the medial toss that I gave you. And then well, I got videos, but somehow... Both my wife and I both, it seems like everyone we video was like, man, I didn't know all this about Houndsman, which is awesome. Which is what you wanted. No, I know, but it, I think we would have, I'm just saying it would have been it's cool. It's not to as get powerful. Like, it would have been cool to get one Houndsman being like, damn, I'm glad somebody some, told a, our there's story. There's a couple of Houndsmen. She got a couple of Houndsmen. Here's, here's Justin. Here's the original. I think it was amazing. I think he did a phenomenal job, portrayed what we wanted to portray out of the video. That's the, the original text the passion, message. The right. Scenes stuff that was important to what we're trying to broadcast to the world because they don't see it. So I think it was an amazing production. I'm definitely going to have to put that through the Adobe Beta podcast to right, remove right. all the background noise. Well, yeah, but that was the. I mean, that's a, that's a good thing. Yeah. There was a lot of background noise at the at the premiere of our first documentary. It would have been quiet in the background because he was the only one that was there. That yeah. was sucked. And then here's a kid. So in the movie, I thought um, he touched every hunter's heart. Um, yeah. With uh, with just the education, I never knew like dragging around dogs could pick up that scent. And overall, I just thought it was a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, a kid. <laughs> this is my kid. Yeah. 
But he did a good he did a good job. He loved uh, the movie. He's got the tension span that's about seven seconds long and he said and watched most of that movie. Minutes. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So no, huge like I said, it's 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 cool to it's cool to be a part of something cool. And that was a cool thing that happened tonight. Well, it'd be as I said, it was good. It was the typical just like classroom projector. So it wasn't great colors, it wasn't great clarity. I just cannot wait to be in a cinema and a theater and sit down and it just, all the audio around you, crystal clear image, holy shit. No, I know exactly what you mean, and I agree with you. This is not a counter. I also think that kind of community mm. meeting room, you know, almost auditorium yeah, yeah, that yeah. we were in tonight. Very rough, very raw. I think it led something to the fact that this was not like... It's we, almost like a political campaign right. stump speech going right. from little right. town to little town right. to little town. And I think for our premiere, I think we're, I, I don't want, we didn't want to deal with, with bullshit tonight. Uh -uh. You know, and I mean, when we go to, when we go to Denver, yeah. if we publicize this thing right, you yeah. know, and show it at a theater in Denver, and when, if we publicize it right, there's liable to be some people picketing outside. Yeah, could that, be. that wasn't that wasn't what we needed tonight. Tonight was about some people getting together, some people that were in the movie, the people that made that was some of the people that were a part of making the movie and almost celebrating its launch. Yep. I welcome it. I'll stand outside and talk to the picketers in Denver. That's yep. I, I I like that stuff. <laughs> um and I'll I'll stay calm and professional and have a discussion with them. Um but that's not what we needed tonight. We needed to celebrate tonight uh, and then start spreading the message out to uh, the people that need to see it. There wasn't, there was, there, that's not true. It wasn't that there was zero people that needed that message of Lionheart in there. But a lot of the people that were in there, there was a lot of houndsmen. There was a lot of houndsmen. Yeah, but there. I think that's even more important. Like they got a message. They saw themselves very differently tonight. Yeah, but that's what I mean. For it, the it, first we time. Were doing a, we're doing a celebration tonight. Let's kick off the debates mm -hmm. next time because there's going to be debates, mm -hmm. you know, and, and especially, um, you know, you open up a Q&A period. And, and I, I guarantee if, if we go to Denver and there's not someone protesting it, we didn't do our job to publicize the showing in Denver. I mean, that's just, it's just going to happen. Yeah, you got to invite the fringe Fringe journalists and fringe press. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, hey. And that's our that's our our stated mission, right? Is not to just not not to make content that stays in an echo chamber of people with agree that agree with us. But uh, I'm uh, we, we we could definitely pull. I promise you, we can go to Denver. We can go to Salt Lake. Hell, we can go to Bozeman. Hell yeah. And get some people upset with us even in Bozeman. But we'll Montana. do it in the we can with Tyler Jonathan up there. He said we could, I think Sitka has a little auditorium, little movie auditorium. Yeah. We'll go do it there for sure. No, it's, uh, it went, uh, and you got that nerve, the nerve wracking bullshit of, you know, 45 minutes out from, I also, not only did I get the incredibly important job. Well, we fucked up the audio in the beginning. That just well, pissed me I off. know, you got to get over that shit. It, it, it went fine. And everyone in there has been to a million freaking things. We missed 10 seconds of the audio that cut out because of some weird microphone glitch. Of a 30, it was fine. 
my second menial task of the night was hitting the space bar. That was the other thing. Well done. Very well done. I I just, I had to hit the space bar to start the. And stopped it exactly on the Blood Hour News logo. I did. I did. It couldn't have been done any better. No, it was right. No Faded in. Just right. Yeah. No one could have done that any better. I'm I'm probably the best space bar operator Uh um, in Fremont County, Colorado. Uh But. I, I I think it went phenomenally. It was uh, it was ner- forty five minutes before that. I just kept saying to myself, "People are going to trickle in." People are, and they and they, and they did. <laughs> you know, no. Yeah, they started opening doors. I saw a couple of people come in when the um, CPW video was bef- playing before. Yeah, and you could, they could almost you could almost see them quizzically going, "Huh, is this the, the is this the film already?" I'm glad these tickets huh. were free. That was the huh. look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to knock this. The CPW presentation. So that was great. Colorado Parks and Wildlife is involved in a major bobcat study. And a mountain lion. Well, and what I've been told is that the mountain lion study is the largest lion study ever done. Uh, possibly, yeah. Two 2,000 square kilometer areas that they've already right. sampled. Yeah. Jeez. And I don't, need, I don't have any idea if that's true, that it's the largest study mountain, but I've been told that. And that stuff was interesting to me. That stuff's not going to be... I mean, you put a couple of researchers up there to talk about research. It's just like, it's not going to be interesting to everyone. Um, But they trickled in and then they trickled in more and then they trickled in and we had a a beautifully packed room. Yeah, Um, I couldn't, the only way it's it's better is another hundred people standing around. Well, if we'd had another hundred people, we'd be sitting here saying the only way it would be better if there was another another hundred people. No, it was. And look, the population of Florence, Colorado is I think the 2,000. I think the census population is like 4,000, but I guarantee you 2,500 to 3,000 of those people do not live in the city limits. The city limits of Florence is 1,500 maybe. Right. Um, all of Fremont County is only like 27,000 people that aren't incarcerated. There's a ton of, we have... I think 13 or 14 prisons. So we have a bigger population than that, but a bunch of them weren't let out of their cell to come watch the movie. <laughs> you know, maybe we can, you know, air it into the prisons, you know? Right. See if we get some closed circuit TV into their, into their prison cells and see what they think of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh is this the first podcast we've ever done where we were in the same yeah, place? Yeah, 100%. Ever? I don't think we've ever done one. No, because I haven't, I've started doing these more, like just taking the, the, the headsets with me and us podcasting together like I did with Slots Media right. in Idaho and whatnots and when we were on the road and whatnots. So we should do this more like what we should have done if we were very, if we were smarter. Well, that's a big if. It is a big if. But if we were, then we would have had another two headsets and had the Whitakers. Yeah, we definitely And talking quit. about line hot not. But we'll do that the next time. All right. When we go in Denver, we'll do that in we, Denver. We can put them on uh we'll put them on a digital one too. Oh. Uh, Good dudes. I never The other thing that uh the boys, the film crew suggested, which is a great idea. And we probably need to do it. Here's an idea. Here we go. An idea recorded. And I, you know, Western Hunt Expo may be the place to do it. Could we get a Lionheart premiere at Western Hunt Expo next year, Salt Lake City? 
maybe convince mountain ops like I told you, convince mountain ops. And then sometime the next day, set up like a, not a stage, maybe a stage, but see how many guys we can get from Lionheart there. Whitaker's. Right. Meekums. Western Hell Expo seems like it would yep. be a good place to do that. The Dwyers, Tyler Johnson, and then have a big round table podcast. Right. And maybe it's not even open to the public. It's maybe we close it off and we film it. Like everyone is sitting all right. together talking about the film. That'd I mean, be badass. Yeah, that would be badass. Light it nicely. Be really good. Yeah, that's just what I was thinking about was what the lighting would be like. Oh, I've, these guys have done a... Oh, yeah, you definitely are not thinking about the no, lighting. No, I give a fuck about the lighting on a podcast. <laughs> no, the reason I'm saying that is that I know, you're gonna Jacob, be- they've done this like big mood light in the middle. And they've got everyone sitting around a round table, and you've got these camera angles hitting everyone from different angles. Right. Yeah, very cool. Lighting's crucial. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's next, man. Now that we've started this freaking ball rolling, we've got to think what's next. We need, and it's already happened, because I believe we asked for it, or you did, or something. Um... We need people, and we can't. We we, we got to state clearly that we can't make it everywhere. Um, but we need people to send us ideas. You know, if you got a if you got a place yep. that we should have a an airing of Lionheart, um, shoot us an Instagram DM or email us at info at bloodorigins dot com. Yep, or you could text us. Six two zero eight six zero forty eight zero four. Okay, you can remember that number all the time. I have to. Go I've had it. It's a Google Voice number that I've had for fifteen oh, years. No wonder you didn't remember it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and and most importantly is if you come up with an idea of a place, can you find out? Can you? It would be even better if you knew the people who own the cinema, and the theater, well, yeah, or ran it. Or if you just owned the damn cinema, oh, you that would owned be it. better. That would be good. And you wanted to give it to us for free. That would be great. That would be even better. Yep. And if you could guarantee to sell it out, that would be better too. Yep. And food trucks. If you know food trucks in the area, bring food trucks. Right. So that's our ultimate DM on Instagram. If you can send us, I own the theater, you can have it for free, and I guarantee it'll sell out. That's the ultimate DM. Done. We're probably coming to your we'll theater. We'll be there next. You do those we'll be there next. Days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because those are our stresses. How much is the theater, and how will we get people's asses in the seats? Uh-huh. But we'll figure it out. We 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 figure everything out. Sometimes we don't figure it out that great, but we get it figured out till the last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, works out. Well, cheers, cheers to your crazy idea. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying, uh, I promise something that I hope you can deliver on. It's not really how it. Come on, let's be work. honest. That is how Cody works. You, you've, how many times have you called me up and said, hey, how many times no, has no, it no, hold worked on, hold on. out great, stop, though? Stop, stop. How many times have you called me and said, hey, don't be mad? Yeah, well, I, I kind of <laughs> saw that as my role. Was to, was to try to piss you off and then talk you back down. That was, that's my role. Oh, it worked out. I don't think it could have been any better. I, I don't think, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously, if someone would have. Dropped a hundred thousand yeah, dollar trip. Yeah, yeah, you know, it could have been better, but it, it worked out phenomenally. I think we had a great group of people there. A whole bunch of new people got kind of uh, an in depth exposure to Blood Origins that they didn't have before. Yep. 
Um, I think when you have them in, in smaller communities like this, um, I think it's more heartfelt. I, I, or I think that, you know, there was people in that room that thought it was freaking cool. If we were so smart, we came to like, Florence. Maybe next year we do this. Again, if we were smart. Tomorrow we've got a Blood Origins booth. Right. Uh, and Adorsman Day, we've got swag, we've got right. line hot, whatever it what we were talking about, exactly. pitching, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 There's, there's obviously more, but the, you know, that's the catch 22 of this thing is you have great ideas and then you sit around afterwards and tear your idea down on everything you did wrong and try to do it better next time. And that's never going to, that's never going to end. But I think we just did a really cool thing, exposing not only Lionheart, but also just Blood Origins to a group of really, truly passionate outdoorsmen and women who, uh, we, we picked up some new Blood Origins fans tonight, sure. for sure, that, for sure. that didn't know us, hadn't heard of us, and, and uh, you know, didn't know anything about lion hunting, and I think that the houndsmen are... Uh, you know they're a uh, they're they're under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, well, it just speaks to the larger. You know what's happening in Washington right now in terms of the Wildlife Commission really steering a new sort of preservationist type mentality away from conservation. That's coming, and that's coming throughout the West. If we're not starting to be careful, and and Colorado is probably the next. Right? They've they've had their commission change. They've got the votes now. If they wanted to do some serious changing, it, they've got the votes now. Now, obviously, the legislature has a little bit of power still. But, you know, Dan Gates and the Coloradans for Responsible Wildlife Management have already formed. It's not like they're behind the curve. They're, they're in front of the curve. I heard Dan talking about it tonight. It's like, if something comes up, we get a thousand sportsmen at the, in the Capitol. We will make a ruckus. Right. Thousand sportsmen, thousand hunters show up in person at the next Wildlife Commission meeting. Right. And, and Dan, uh, I can't say, I mean, I know, I know for a fact, I know people, I know people personally that don't like Dan Gates and, uh, they're, I, 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 they're reading him wrong. I don't know anybody, Robbie. Do they say he's just too, too aggressive to in out front? Is that why they don't like him? Yeah, I think so. I think. He's not, he's not a smash mouth guy, but he's not afraid to get smacked. I mean, he's not afraid to fight. Like, no, but he, like I saw him tonight talking to the Whitakers about this whole idea, like we need to show up, we need to show up, we need to show up. And I didn't hear the rest of the story because I got distracted or whatnot as we we're getting ready to, to hit the space ball. But when I went up to him to say, hey, you're, you're nearly up in five minutes, he was crying. His yeah, glasses no, yeah. were off and he was crying. Yeah, no, his, his... What some people read as, he's just gruff, uh. but that's driven by passion. You know, I mean, honestly, to me, most gruff, Dan's not old, but he, I think he'd be all right with me classifying him as older. Um, I, I think you run, you run into gruff old men and you find that their gruffness comes from a passion 99% of the time. And they're just... Uh, you know, sometimes fed up. There's, I would argue that there is nobody in the country 
that fights harder on a volunteer basis for outdoorsmen's rights. I'm not, I don't want to lump in people who it's their job. I know there's a ton of people fighting across the country. I don't think anybody fights harder than Dan Gates. And if you have any interest at all in hunting in Colorado, whether you live here or you've ever traveled here and hunted, or you just give a shit about hunting in Colorado, Coloradoans for responsible wildlife management is a, that's an organization you should throw some time and or treasure behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, agreed. Because he's doing it right. He's hired lobbyists. He's taken the fight to them. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, they made some incredible videos. I'm going to spend a little bit of time next week even meeting with them because they've made some incredible. Yeah, they put ads out. Ads they? that are insane that have you know they have stats and data and they're well shot in their uh-huh. beautiful scenery about what hunting dollars does for conservation and wildlife and the economy yep. in colorado um i think dan if he was sitting right here would be okay with me saying they need a little help on getting some more eyeballs on those ads um and that's not hard to do we can we yep. can do that yeah yep. yeah uh, come in behind that and get people to see him a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, it, he's, it's, it's exciting for me that this was a part of something that Coloradoans for responsible wildlife management. Who and is, they wanted us a part of it. Right. Right. And, and they saw us bringing value to the table. Right. And I think that, you know, Dan will tell you that I don't think Dan is quick to jump into cahoots with somebody but what the way that we came and we came pretty hard and and gave it our best fight on the 2022 cat hunting bill yeah the lion bobcat and lynx petition yeah yeah and we had that we had that first podcast with dan and uh gaspar, gaspar. um we had our talking heads about yeah. sb 031 i believe yeah, yeah. and and you know, I think I think Dan went. Oh shit, these guys are legit. These guys are legit. They're gonna fight with us. They're gonna make good content that to help spread around and and uh, you know we were we were a part. Uh-huh. Blood Origins was a part of winning that fight. I will guarantee you that Dan Dan Gates had blood, sweat, and tears into winning that fight and uh-huh. fighting it hard. Um, and I don't I don't know. I like being involved in the causes of passionate people and he's one of them for sure agreed now it's good to have him on on our side essentially and he likes blood origins so yeah well dude it's been successful yeah absolutely i'm glad you uh got to come out here and see my see your domain your kingdom yeah that you've built in the mountains your well that we're building you didn't uh building this cabin is uh i'm hot as hades just like my bedroom yes there's still some work to be done in the building of the empire <laughs> and if my wife ever listens to this i'm sorry that the cabin's not done i'm is this where you're going to be retired i may be kicked into this cabin yeah yeah, yeah for if sure i don't get it done like i'm i'm two years into this cabin yeah wow two years and two months you're gonna put a like a how are you gonna ac this thing listen it's this one fucking step at a time okay one step at a time. Just put one of those mini splits. That's all. That's not going to... Just go buy a mini split and put it in. It's not going to cost might. you 17 grand. We might do that. 
We don't know yet. We're still working on it. Well, what I else would you put? What else would you do here for I AC? Did, I could just put a window unit in here. It's freaking 400 oh, square true. feet in here. Yeah, a window unit would work. That's true. You don't need a mini split. And then a, I got this little ceramic plug-in space heater that keeps it plenty warm in here. Listen, in I'll give you a funny story about the window units. When I first arrived in this country in 2003, obviously South Africa, there's no, you've been, there's no air conditioning in South Africa. There's no such thing. We have brick buildings. It's coolish in the summer. It's warmish in the winter. Okay. And so I get into Oxford, Mississippi in 2003 and I'm staying in a cabin that has air conditioning. And then when I move to campus for the fall, I'm staying in the village apartments. And the village apartments are these concrete apartments that are studio apartments. They're they're one-bedroom efficiency apartments, and they're built in a figure four. So all the bathrooms, think of of four rooms, like, you know, four boxes. In the middle of the boxes is the bathrooms of each room, okay? So if someone was, like, if this is the room, the room next door, if you left the light on in your bathroom, that was attached to the fan, you would hear the fan all night in right. your studio efficiency apartment. Right. But there's no air conditioning in the apartment. Hmm. Mississippi and no air conditioning. So I had to buy an, to a window unit. Right. And I had to install the window unit. Which really just put it in the window and plug it no, in. No, 100%. Yeah. And then you had to, the baffles on each side. You know, you had right. to put the yeah. baffles on the each slides. side. And yeah. I remember like when I... I used it, and then I was moving. I moved out of the village to a, a newer apartment that had central heating, right. essentially. And again, I don't, I can't. Obviously, I forgot how the window unit went in the room, and so I was like, oh, I need to move everything out. Let's get the window unit out." And I lifted the window, and oh, it fucking, just... win- <laughs> the fucking window you win- <laughs> All right, crash. <laughs> like, okay, that one's yeah, broken. Should have just left that for the next guy. Jeez. Sold that to the next guy. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, window unit in here will be good. Next time I come up here, window unit in this cabin, I'll sleep in this cabin. It'll be nice and cool. And the plumbing will be done too. Nice. It's almost, it's closer than it looks. It looks great. I, it pisses me off. Did you buy that light fixture since you're into lighting? No. That clearly is not a Cody Heisberg light no, fixture. No, it's not. That is a Miss Avery. Uh-huh. Light fixture. I also could not figure out how to get it mounted flush, so she essentially gave up on me and flew her dad up from Texas to mount that light, honestly. And he just said one who just mounted on a piece of wood? Took him like 10 minutes. To decide he's going to mount it on a piece of wood? Well, just to get it mounted to where she was happy. I would assume a piece of wood might make it flat, like it is right there. Some people would be bothered by the fact that their wife has to, I'm so happy when he comes up here because he gets so much done. He was an engineer and, uh. Shit, dude, bring him on, bring him up here and put him on retainer and knock this, knock this cabin out. Pretty much have that. He pretty much comes up every other month and (laughs) he helped me unbuck a whole bunch of the plumbing that was screwed up and it's better. We're getting there. I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. It's no way it should have taken me two years. Honey, if you're listening to this, I get it. I'm sorry. I just get pissed off because I don't know how to do something, so I'll just ignore it for a month. <laughs> and it's not the greatest way to keep your wife happy about a project, I can promise you. All right, my whiskey's done. Okay. Get in the Chuck. Why in heart?
Be yep. ready. Come and do a theater near you. Not publicly available for the next 12 months. Yeah, suck it, suck it up. Drive somewhere and yeah, come see it. us. Come see us at the theater somewhere near you. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening. As always, leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.